All right, welcome to Comic Chat, episode number 48. Um, I am your host, Glendon McGee. I'm a nine-year comedian in the Phoenix, Arizona area. I'm originally from Compton, California. You can find me on Facebook, Glendon McGee. Uh, You can find me on Instagram, GM3Comedy. And I just want to start by saying... Uh, I love all of you, and I want to thank you, and I want you to know that I am ceaselessly happy and grateful that you've given me a portion of your existence to listen to me uh, do this cast. I'm also ceaselessly happy and grateful now that I have over a million listeners to this wonderful podcast worldwide, and they all love it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Today's date is uh, Monday, September the 20th, 2021. I'll be, shoot, celebrating my 39th birthday in like two weeks. So I've been uh, doing a lot of reflecting on my life and and things. Uh, You can find this uh, podcast on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Radio Public, and Breaker, and also on this awesome podcasting platform, Anchor. There's uh, 47 other episodes you can listen to, including this one. Uh, some of them are better than others, but uh, give them a listen if you're bored and, and you need to be entertained for a couple hours. You can uh, check out the channel on, on Anchor. Um, before I get started, got a moment of silence. I really hate doing these, man, because uh, especially the last few, because it's people that I, I really love. But we're going to have a moment of silence for Anthony A.J. Johnson, better known to most of us as Ezel from the Friday films. He passed away today from a heart attack. And that is is just devastating. So uh, here's a moment of silence for A.J. Anthony Johnson. All right. Mr. Johnson, you will be missed. Uh, A.J. was uh, from... Compton, my uh, home, my birthplace, my hometown, and uh, he was pretty much a legend amongst our community because, you know, he was always around, and you you would see him just like a, um, a tiny, a Debo. You'd always see him around the hood. There's plenty of people in Compton that can vouch that they've seen AJ, uh, including one of my comedian friends. Uh, who's killing it out there in, in uh, L.A., uh, Mr. Brent Taylor, who is uh, famous for being on uh, MTV's Roast Me, and uh, he tours all around the country. So, uh, you know, he used to do shows with AJ all the time. I never really got to meet him, which made this an extra sad for me because I always wanted to meet him, especially when I knew that he was doing stand-up in L.A., and I was supposed to go to LA a couple months ago but I woke up late 
and, and got left behind. So I wasn't able to make that trip. And it's just it's sad because it's just another person from my hometown who uh, who quote unquote made it that I, that I never got to meet and never got to uh, be around their energy and and things like that because that's important to me because I uh, I performed with the the Temptations a couple years back in Avondale and I stayed till after the show. And uh, I just watched them perform and I just wanted to just, I really didn't even react to the performance because I was just so grateful to be in attendance and to just be able to feel, you know, their energy and, and what they do and the fact that they sound exactly like they do on the radio was was astounding to me. So I really couldn't, you know, be a fan. I just wanted to, to uh, soak up that le- legendary energy because uh, you can learn a lot of things from from watching other people perform. Like uh, I watched Bobcat Goldweight, and he he was one of the greatest performers I ever seen live. He talked a bunch of shit by Jerry Seinfeld, uh, sleeping with <laughs> younger girls and and all that. It, it was uh, it was a very fulfilling experience, you know. So um, I'm really uh, sad that I didn't get to uh, meet. AJ, but he did a great job, and I just want to say thank you for being you, and thank you for making people laugh, and thank you for giving me and other people in from Compton something to aspire to, and uh, you will be missed beyond measure. You know, you 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 won't even know how much we're gonna miss you, man. And it was uh, it was just awesome witnessing you do what you do. Yeah, it was it was great. But yeah, man, it's almost October. My birthday is on the 3rd, so I'll be turning 39. And I'm super excited. It's like one of the first birthdays I've been excited to experience in a, in a long time. Because a lot of people from where I'm from don't even get to see 30, let alone 39. So I really feel uh, grateful that uh, the universe has allowed me to exist <laughs> this long and if I make it to my birthday I'll be even more uh, ecst- ecstatic because uh, we, we don't live you know in the hood there's so many ways to, to die and, and some people die on accident some people die trying to do something good like being a dad go to the store for some some infamil for your baby and get caught in somebody's crossfire or get shot because you look like somebody who done did somebody something to somebody's hood it is it's just crazy out there man so you know i'm excited to be turning 39 soon uh i just only thing i can if you want to call it a complaint but i think it's more of me being older older i was gonna say old but older is that this whole acceptance of victim mentality and how and how we allow other people to to dictate our self-image and to dictate how you know we perceive ourselves everybody all soft and sensitive and ready to cry and everybody's a, a, a victim everybody's hurt by something when and then blaming other people 
like blaming other people for how you feel when you responsible for your own emotions. If if you feel like you less than, it's because you allow yourself to feel less than. It ain't got nothing to do with nobody running their mouth because you don't have to pay attention to what somebody say. And just because somebody opened their mouth don't mean what come out of it is the truth. It, it may be their truth, but that don't have to be your truth. And I'm just sick of people being coddled because they allow themselves to, to feel like somebody is targeting them. Nobody is responsible for your happiness. The only person who is responsible for your happiness is you. And we just been conditioned to this lazy American lifestyle that we don't even want to care about ourselves. We trying to get other people to care about us and, and we trying to get other people to make us feel good. And we want to we, we trying to get other people to provide value to us when we can give that value to ourselves. You can walk around every day literally saying I am beautiful and I am worthy of all my desires, no matter what anyone says. And if you truly believe that in your heart, then your your life will radiate and illustrate that. Because it all starts from what you feel on the inside. And a lot of people want to feel like trash on the inside because it's accepted. You think you're going to get friends and you can battle um, uh, loneliness by acting like a bitch. Like, and I don't mean to be that hard, but harsh, but that's what it feel like. Like, I'm not saying, that, oh, you, you shouldn't cry if you feel hurt or you shouldn't, you know, your feelings are wrong. But you shouldn't put your feelings on other people. Trying to make them feel like they have a responsibility to cheer you up. Because you choosing to stay down that low. You choosing to let your allow your traumas to uh, cause you to believe this low vibrating, uh, these low vibrating things about yourself like I was down in the dumps for a, for a long time but it was never no one I never put that responsibility of picking me up on anybody else I always put it on myself when when I decided to uh, stop being a miserable alcoholic it was my choice I didn't do it because somebody was talking bad about me I had a reputation in my family and, and my friends as being like a drunk and you know, people used to talk about me drinking too much, but I really didn't care because that's what I wanted to do with my life at that particular time. That was the type that was the Glendon McGee that I chose to be at that time. But when I got tired and I really uh, sat down with myself and asked myself, what am I doing to me? And what is this doing for me? Then I realized that I didn't like that Glenda McGee that I was and I decided to change not for everybody else but for me because I just didn't want to be a miserable drunk I didn't like having that habit I didn't like going to the store every day to get a bottle to to mask my feelings of inadequacy so I chose to deal with them I chose to find, uh, go on YouTube and look, and I was led to a video that taught me about meditation and taught me about a lot of other things, about how we are kind of like machines and our brains 
are programmed and how we exist is how is according to how we were programmed and the things that we think and believe and say. That all leads to your actions. I wasn't, you know, crying to my friends saying society don't like me. Can you tell me I'm cool? Can you give me a heart react to make me feel better about Glenn, about being Glendon McGee? No, I said something is wrong because I know I'm better than this because I've accomplished a lot of things over my life, a lot of things that I wasn't supposed to do. And now I've reduced myself to this bottle. And, and from that day forward, I've made it my goal to climb up out that bottle and to open my eyes and to see what my life really was about and what my life really consisted of, not what my my ego and, and, and my poor self-image and, and my disbelief was showing me about myself. I chose to, to, to have different beliefs. That was my choice. Nobody grabbed me and said, Hey, you stop doing that. I looked in the mirror and said, why are you doing this to yourself? And then when I looked at the videos, they talked about how we we um, fall out of love with ourselves. A lot of the time is unknowingly because we are uh, we shut ourselves off to constructive criticism because a lot of people that you hang around might be able to see you your life better than you can because they're not living in you as you and I, I said this before they're not living as you so they can they probably have a better uh, perspective because they're not inside of your being so sometimes you know somebody might say something and it might just strike a chord with you but you shouldn't depend on that if you know you better than what you're doing, if you know you better than your actions, change them. And it's not hard at all. All they take is a commitment. All they take is for you to not be lazy and love yourself enough to say, hey, I'm better than this. I'm worthy of, of more. I am enough. You know, is there's. You have to come to a realization. Do you want to be a mice or a mouse? Or do you want to be a powerful being? And a lot of people create comfort with being a mouse. Because they, they think that it's impossible for them to be a powerful being. And I don't I don't understand that. I just I just don't get it. But we don't know. We are not aware of each other's traumas and some people's traumas affect them deeper than other people. Because I have a lot of trauma, too, and I haven't gotten over all my trauma. I'm not saying that I'm perfect now, but I'm just better than I used to be. And every day I try to get even better, uh, even more better and stronger in, in my belief in myself and who I was created to be. I don't really know who that is yet. But I know it's not a low vibrating person with low self-esteem thinking that my life is doesn't have any value. I understand that I have value and that I'm beautiful and that I am worthy of all the things that I desire. I'm worthy for a of a uh, fulfilling 
existence because I am a powerful child of the universe, just like you. And a lot of people don't know that they are a powerful child of the universe because when they hear someone speak as I am speaking right now, it creates a, a fear. And then society give you these words, you know, to, to lead you away. Weirdo, freak, hippie. They give you these labels to keep you from uh, discovering your true self and what you are really worth. And, and that's just, you know, sad. And that leads to my um, first topic, man. I know I'm like 15 minutes in, but I had to get that off because I've just been experiencing a lot of uh, a lot of uh, poor self-image. And that's because I've been on social media and that's pretty much where it breeds itself because it's just where kind of weak people go to, to, to socialize. Everybody, you know, talking shit about everybody because they don't want to deal with their own shit. So they figure if they talk shit about other people, it'll make them, it'll make their perception uh, bigger in the eyes of others. But my first uh, topic is love of self is powerful. It scares people when you love yourself because it's not popular. When you love yourself, you're not doing what the in crowd is doing. So it creates a fear. Because we, like I said, we have a program. And most of our program come from watching TV and looking at stuff on our phones that don't have no substance. Our, our whole matter of dress and fashion and shit, it come from TV. The, the our whole way of eating and living, it come from TV. And TV always portray people who, who have a love of self or who have found their spiritual uh, center. They portray them as like freaks and, and like cult leaders and, and people who are out of touch with reality completely. But that's not the truth. Ever since I started meditating and I've started uh, trying to find who I really am and started to work towards my, uh, my authentic self, I've been more in touch with everything around me and I've found a deeper love for just everything. Like sometimes I walk outside and I, I thank the trees. I said this last week. I thank the trees for for producing oxygen and you know accepting my carbon dioxide and, and allowing you know the fair exchange of us living together to 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 exist. Because those are little things that we uh we neglect. And like I was, um, I was telling a, a friend, a comic friend last night, because I said that we, we, we kind of think we better than, than dogs and cats and animals because we stand on two legs and we wear clothes and we can go into buildings and we, you know, we, we, we smoke and we have cars and technology. We think we better than the animal <clears throat> or a dog, for instance, but a dog can sniff you. And tell if you have cancer. That is powerful. How can you see yourself as better than a being that can sniff disease? 
and it knows that you have cancer. That's all it has to do. But we sit here and we be like, stupid dog. But that's the whole thing, man. I don't get it. It's, the, it's, it's because we don't have the love of ourselves, and it causes us to neglect this whole planet, this whole realm that we in. We we neglect everything that's beautiful about it because we trying to find love for ourselves through other people because it is not popular to tell yourself, hey, I love you. Hey, you're beautiful. Hey, you're worthy. Hey, you, you're worth it. You can do it. Like you, you can't, we can't say things like that to ourselves because then we won't be cool. We won't be perceived as normal. We'll be uh, given a label. But when you uh, let go of your attachment to others, not saying, oh, just be by yourself or don't mess with people. Just just your attachment to other people's opinions and, you know, don't value their companionship over your own well-being. When, when we give when we give that up, then we finally find out what we really capable of and how beautiful we were created. And then we can find a, a, a deeper ground to uh, perceive ourselves and we can start having a love for ourselves. So all I can say is love yourself. Like last week, I said celebrate yourself. This week, love yourself because it is powerful. It is powerful. Sometimes you should just go in the mirror and say, I love you, man. I love the person I'm becoming. I love the person that is in the mirror. I love the life that I am creating. You can say that. You don't got to go and tell nobody you said that or you do that every day. But if you do it every day, just watch, pay attention to how you feel personally about your life and everything that's around you. And even other people, like people who used to annoy you, they probably won't even get on your nerves that much. Because you centered inside who you are and you're no longer living by what the, the, the normal standard of life consists of, which is a lot of meaningless shit. So, love of self is powerful. Find some and keep it. Don't let nobody rob you of it because it's yours and you deserve it. Just like everything else you desire on this planet, you, you deserve it because you were created by the ultimate force. The ultimate force of beauty, love, and everything. We are all beings of love and creation and, you know, everything. But we don't think about that because we live in for material and living for the earth which leads me to my next point appreciate your present because you could not have it you could not have it we spend a lot of time looking back thinking about what could have been or looking ahead thinking about what we perceive is going to happen or what it can be but we, we spend very little time in right here right now like in this moment there's a lot of beautiful things in your present space but you distract yourself with the illusion of the future and the past and I call it an illusion because the present is the only time we really live in 
The present becomes the future and the past. But we neglect the present because we perceive our present as hard or difficult or we don't have the material lifestyle that we feel we deserve. So we want to neglect our present. We want to look at the past and and try to figure out why we don't have what we want or what we desire in this present life from uh, what we did in the past. And the truth is that don't have nothing to do with what, what your present is. It may have led up to your present. It may have build you into the present person that you are but it really has no bearing on what's presently going on in your existence so appreciate your presence because a lot of people don't make it there's people you know dying right now people die every day without even knowing you know what the beauty of life is because they spent their life living for other people trying to find beauty and cliche and uh not really experiencing the life they wish to experience they waste their whole existence trying to create an existence that other people will like instead of an existence that will fulfill them spiritually mentally physically and emotionally you only get one life and you only get to come on down to earth as this person one time this person that you are right now you only get to be that person one time so why waste it allowing others to dictate who that person is because there's a lot of people that are doing things that they don't even want to do because they figure that if they don't do them then certain people will be alleviated from their existence And maybe those people need to be alleviated from your existence because they are going against what your natural inclination is in your life. A lot of people are unhappy because they're not setting boundaries. They're not checking the people who they hang out with. They're letting things slide. They're afraid to grow because they feel like it'll put them out of frequency with a certain person. And maybe it will. And maybe it's because it needs to happen. That's the one thing that we uh, we don't think about. Everybody is not meant to be in your existence. And everybody is not meant to be in your existence for, for eternity. Some people are meant to be in your existence for a moment. And you have to be grateful for the moments that they were in your life or in your existence. Because a lot of things that drag us down is possessions. And that brings me to, like, my next point. What we chase is empty. Houses, cars, clothes, technology, fame. All that stuff is empty. It don't even have life. It don't have life. It can't love you. It's just the energy we wish to attract because it feels because it makes us feel because we believe that it will make a more fulfilling life experience for us. But in all actuality, all it is is what it is. 
It has nothing to it. It has no substance or anything. A car does not care about you. A car will let anyone drive it who has the keys or even if they don't have the keys, if they can hotwire it, that car will will go for them. Your house, the government could tell you you don't own it no more and, and they're selling it and it'll be nothing you can do about it. The house is not going to go, but I love you, but I love this person. Please don't make this person move. I love them. You can't do this to me. And then the house start fighting because you have to, you know, leave. Your phone is a device, not a person. And a lot of us be uh, blocking people and canceling people because they be saying real shit. It ain't the fact that they don't agree with you. Is the fact that they might be saying some real shit that you don't agree with because you might have to grow and change who you currently are. And you don't want to do the work so you 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 get away from them. Because they trying to push you to be uh, elevate higher. They're not they see that you are weakening your own self and they and they desire to see you in, in a higher perception. But you don't desire it for yourself. So you get mad at them like they did something wrong. And then you place your faith in, in, in pictures and in, you know, material things and, and how people give you little icons for, for how you live. But those icons are empty. When a person click a button, they probably don't even feel that reaction that they give you they probably just like you as a person so they say heart this or laugh this or like this or care this i've done it i've just been scrolling oh that's the homie right there like oh she's cool like oh that happened care it, it, i don't it, it don't really take much thought to click a button and i think that's what's part of the problem is, is we see no value in humanity because we place our value in technology and technology is something that was given to us not something that we're supposed to hold over ourselves we should not allow ourselves to be enslaved by computers and we should not give computers the demon the dominion over our lives that we do look at all the crazy stuff that's going on they trying to mandate us to shoot ourselves with drugs. But they sit there and, you know, this whole last 20 years, they're talking about the war on freedom and George Bush in 2003 and shit. War on freedom. Now we know whose freedom the war was on. Ours. But they sit there and lie to us, tell us that they fighting Operation Iraqi Freedom. Now, Operation Destroy Their Country and rob them of all their resources so you can take it back to America and overcharge us for it. It's crazy how before uh, we was over in Iraq, I didn't even know what the hell opium, opium was. Now, opi- uh, opioids are one of the biggest terrors in our society like people are dying from from pills and, and, and over medicating themselves 
And I didn't even know nothing about that shit before, you know, the, the, the so-called war on freedom. So what we chase is empty. Everything that has value has life. Like the trees and the animals, the ocean, you know, it all lives. Just because it don't have eyes and, you know, legs and arms and it can't talk don't mean that it's not a living thing. Because it gives us life, like water, the ocean, it gives us life. Matter of fact, water is the life liquid. Our bodies are over half water. But we we pollute the ocean. We disrespect that living organism by throwing our garbage in it and, and like polluting it and making its existence more difficult. Not only is the, the ocean, the water itself alive, the ocean holds other living beings. Like when we throw our trash in the ocean, we are messing up the, uh, the home of all the, the sea life that's in that body of water. But we don't think about that because we think that we are everything and, and, and everything owes us. But the truth is we owe ourselves. I think this is going to be the end. Uh, this has been Comic Check number 48. I just uh, Cowboys won yesterday against the Chargers 20 to 17. Didn't really agree with the win because uh, the referees are cheating they've been cheating a lot the last couple weeks and i think it has a lot to do with the up kick or them trying to influence us to become a, a nation of gamblers because every five minutes you see a draft Kings commercial i am tired of seeing jb smooth and that crazy looking white lady uh telling me to gamble download the DraftKings app or whatever else uh whatever other gambling uh, shit that they have it's like three different apps that they are pushing one with jb smooth one with jamie fox and then the other one with that lady that that i really don't know her name i know they're trying to like build her she's probably going to end up in a movie or something but i can't really remember her name but her her face and her voice is annoying so it, you know the nfl i'm glad the nfl is back but if you believe these sports aren't rigged and they are truly uh, competitions between these athletes then you got to be outside your mind and you got to believe that Vegas never cheats anyone. You got to believe that you went to Vegas and you lost all your money because you just bad at those games. But on another news, the Dodgers, my Dodgers, they swept. Uh, since, no, they didn't sweep. They won two out of three against Cincinnati. And the Giants lost two out of three against the Braves, which I think is part of the rigging. <laughs> even that sport is rigged, even though nobody care about it. Uh, bringing themselves into a one-game deficit in the NL West behind the hated Giants. And we start a uh, three-game series against the Colorado Rockies tonight. And uh, hopefully they can make up this deficit and win their I think ninth ninth NFL and National League West title. Uh but 
it's looking like it's going to be a battle. It looks like it's going to go down to the final weekend. Uh, they're in the playoffs, so it really doesn't matter. But to keep that string of, of division championships going would be pretty cool because my teams never do anything like that. They may win like one or two years, but not eight, nine, ten, because I think the record is like 14 by the Atlanta Braves. But like I said, this has been Comic Chat number 48. I'm your host, Glennon McGee. You can uh, find me on Instagram, GM3 Comedy. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Glennon McGee. Um, I want to say that I love all of you, and I also want to say that I'm ceaselessly happy and grateful that you allowed me to take about 35 to 37, 38 minutes of your existence and, and, and ramble and vent and uh, try to teach you about how beautiful you are as a spiritual person because we all look at ourselves as like physical beings, but we're just spirit in physical form. Um, uh, you can find this podcast on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Breaker. Uh, I'll be back next week with another hot episode full of hot takes. Um, thank you guys for for giving me your time. I love you. You guys are beautiful. You guys are worthy. You are good enough. You deserve your desires and they are going to manifest for you quickly, effortlessly, and easily right now. I speak in in existence for all of you. And I just want to say till next time, I love you and goodbye.